Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk she. Recorded live. All right, it's the first inside the SFL in the off season, and with me always is Ed Ritter. That's right. It's, it's Monday night. <laughs> yep, I'd say it's Monday night. Uh, for now on, that's what I want to be referred to as Ed Ritter, since I, we now own the LA Sharks. Dwayne Drew is Dwayne. He's he's somewhere else now. He's doing his thing. So, some roughneck. <laughs> I don't know. I think that was a big shock. I didn't see that coming. What's that? The, the Dallas Law becoming the roughnecks. No, I didn't see that coming. That was, yeah, that was. Uh, I kind of like it though. So. Wow. Well, I'm digging the colors. Ah, uh, yeah, fucking Raider fans. Can't go wrong there. Uh, I'm going to be a back and forth from the computer. You're going to have to monitor the chat room in case we get any calls so I can get them on. We do have uh, someone on the call now. It says uh, W North Carolina. I'm trying to figure out if that's Alan or not. And I think he's just listening and he didn't want to be on the call. Okay. Well, if he wants to get on the call, he can let us know. So he's aware. But I see we have a full room. Yes, we do. AJ Pick 6, Dallas Ball, Destro, Ecospan. I think it's Ose. I don't know. I just call him Mr. Blue Raider because he goes to Middletown. Glory D, Jason, Matt Wilson, who's now the Silver Slinger. He's no longer the Bronze Bomber. Mr. Nickens. So, yeah. Nice. uh, Mm -hmm. And then one, two, three, seven guests. Well, guest 14 is myself. All right. And I believe Alan's number nine. I'm not sure. I think so. Mr. Alan J.D. So, where shall we begin with this? It's uh, a good question. I'm not sure where the hell to begin. I mean, my goodness. I mean, the obvious choice, you know, would be for us just to brag about how great we are. But I don't want to... <laughs> yeah. Did you have any comments? Do you have any comments for the reaction to the room? No, it wasn't 157. I think it was 158. No, I thought it was more than that, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's going to be a new room in the 157 trades. Just because. I'm going to say this, okay? Just because everybody's been, I can't believe they made this, all these trades and all. If anybody out there actually thought that we would sit there and do nothing, yeah, that's your own fault. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the team finished 1-11. and 11. 
Do you honestly think there we weren't going to do something? I mean, we had to. Yeah, I mean, I made it made it no secret to you. I told you when the second we put our name in for that team, I said to you, there's only two, three guys on this team I'd even consider to keep. The rest, I want them going one way or the other. I mean, I was to the point, and I'll say this here in the air for everybody to hear it because I was that adamant about it. I said, if we got to have nothing but one ability players across the board because we take such salary cap penalties, I'm willing to do it so we can make mm-hmm. what we want. It would be our build, be our team. And that's what we tried to do. Yep. And, and, and then I'll respond to one other thing, and then we'll go to wherever you want to go. <laughs> yes, I traded Dwayne Drew. Oh, I can't believe I traded And here's my thought process on this. At first, I was adamant I did not want to trade him. But then I got to thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I know how I am. I know what uh, – if anybody – has heard us talk about our e-feds that we used to do back in the day. When I had a guy, I was all about that guy. It was him, and it was nothing. I knew if I kept Drew on there, that's what it was going to be. I was going to try to force everything to be about him and be not be. I had to get rid of him to worry about the team first, worry about him later. So that's why he's gone. Yeah, I know the first thing people said to me was, oh, you're going to get yourself over there, you're going to leave Minneapolis, or are you going to opt out? I got asked that quite a few times, actually. Mm-hmm. And all I kept saying is, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what the plan is. One all along, I knew, because, you know, we had to keep things quiet and keep things hushed. And, yes, we knew from the door we didn't want ourselves on the team because we didn't want to end up being biased to our own players. And it's team first for me, plain and simple. And... Since it's first first year going to go from scratch for us trying to learn, I didn't know if we were going to be able to run the ball better or throw the ball better. So, numero uno general uh, position that we wanted to fill was running back. So, that's where he, Chul, came into place. I'm still shocked that we were able to pull him by just swapping ones and twos and giving up Nitro, who's now with the Intimidators. Mm-hmm. I find that interesting. So, the guy they got for he, Chul, they didn't even hang on to, so... You know, that's what's the fun part about this offseason. And then once we've secured Heat Chul, I told you, these receivers on this team suck. Oh, yeah. No, I knew <laughs> that. To me. It's not that you they suck. Me, no, you were telling me something I didn't know. You know, I said, like, eh, they don't suck. It's just not the type of thing I want to run. I want guys that fit the scheme. And somehow we were blessed with being able to get Caesar Cannon, who we then traded away, and then got Portis out of it, which – it's my scheme that I'm trying to run offensively a little better. And then the cherry on top with he Chul was then getting Elijah Bishop. So, yeah, I know that shocks a lot of people when they seen that. So I'm hoping we can make them both work. We have no idea what we're doing, you know. And I'm telling everybody here, of course, we want to win everything. Who doesn't? But my goal is to try and be competitive and at least go 500. I'm not going to get over, you know, get over myself and say, hey, yeah, we can do it all because, no. This game's very tricky, and it's not 100% football knowledge, so we got to learn this game. So we're going to have our bumps in the road despite the talent that we've picked up. So, while I'm waiting, yep. is anybody on the call yet? 
Uh, just still, I think it's still right. out. Um, so, we can't talk about Houston. We can't talk about NYC, but we got the other uh, 13 teams we can discuss. Is there anything that stood out to you that you want to talk about first? Uh, let me flip over here to what I what I have here for a second. Mm-hmm. Take a second because this damn computer of mine is just driving me nuts tonight. Uh, yes. Let's talk about Tallahassee because he got some questions. If he's got questions, what about Sioux Falls? Holy smokes. Well, we're going to go with Tallahassee first. He's got one, two, three, four. He's got five goals. He's got to cut two of them. I, I don't want that decision. I don't know how everybody else feels. I do not want his to have to make that decision. No way. Yeah. And I, I honestly, I don't know. I mean, who would you out of the five? Who would you get rid of? Well, for me, uh, I think it's pretty easy to make that decision if it was me. And I'll tell you why. I mean, I'm sure you're looking at the team. Yes, I'm looking at it right now. If you see, he just picked up Donald Miller. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. He picked up guys like Norton, and then he's got uh, King in there. But then you realize he's got Hawk and Rivers at silver and McCormick at gold, who he's been shopping. He just moved Lane up. He just moved Barnes up. So is he going to get rid of West? and carry a bronze quarterback and go a la Matt Wilson and be a bronze bomber, that would be interesting. Um, I don't see any linebackers on the team. I see two tight ends, which I find really interesting. Well, he's got one right now who happens to be a gold. Who's that? Stackhouse. Yes, I'm saying, and he was shopping Stackhouse. You know, and, and you have West at quarterback. So my thing is, I'm thinking he's going to cut McCormick for sure. And I don't see him cutting Lane, and I don't see him cutting Barnes. So is he going to cut Stackhouse and keep West? Or is West going to go and he keeps Stackhouse and he goes with a bronze quarterback? Interesting. I think McCormick's going for sure. I just don't see him running three corners. Just my prediction. Excuse me. Uh, well, if anybody's listening to the show and in the chat, if you want to chime in, let us know what you think. Uh, Jason said he's going. His prediction is McCormick is getting cut and Stackhouse. Uh, AJ pick six. That a plan's already in place for Sioux Falls. Now, speaking of Sioux Falls, I want to mention that real quick. Because he has $10.5 million over the cap. I'll get to him in a second. And I don't Since know. I'm flipping back and forth, i got to re- reboot stuff. And... Uh... Okay. 
Alrighty. I'm not sure where he went. Okay. Oh my, drama at the shark house. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them, huh? Uh, guess nine is saying buzz me in. Okay, I think that's Alan J.D. So, uh, Alan, yeah, that's Alan. Hey, guys, how you doing tonight? Uh, I want to say I'm surprised Cam didn't give a headache over y'all's trades, <laughs> but oh, I think sure y'all do. did an amazing job with y'all's team, and I just want to congratulate y'all on an outstanding, outstanding job. Yeah. Well, but, thank you, sir. I, I, to start, I mean, to start a little friendly robbery, um, I would like to say Dallas did go with the dog and a hyena, and they look like they kind of wanted to copycat a hyena a little bit with the doggy. And I'll tell you, that's going to fuel some fire into our little Texas robbery coming up this season if we meet Dallas. Hopefully, Mr. Kim can hopefully interconference us. I was surprised that me, us, and Dallas is, is not in the same conference. But Roughnecks, I have no clue what it is. All I know is rough. <laughs> but I, I, I do love the logo. I mean, uh, uh, Landry Hat did a perfect job with the logo and everything. But my main topic tonight is going to be My main topic tonight is going to be who do you think did the worst move this offseason? And just opinions only and just a clear picture, I mean just a clear topic. I know everybody's gonna say, Hey, everybody made a group move. But in your eyes as SFL fans, who was you surprised got re-signed and everything? Me, it had to be probably Baltimore because I was really shocked they would let go a bishop. I mean, I don't know how y'all got that trade in, but I just want to congratulate y'all on that. And also still having two free safeties. I still don't know what TJ's thinking with that. But other than that, uh, also I would like to mention one more thing before I get off here. Is uh, anybody that's interested in joining the Houston Ionas, uh the post is up on Slack. We are looking for a defense coordinator and also a scout. But I would like to, for y'all to get y'all's opinions on who probably made the worst move so far in this offseason? Hmm. Other than that, y'all have a good night. All right. You were the worst move. Hmm. All right, and I'll come on that. Let me look at this. Um, Let's see. Obviously I don't know. Getting, obviously getting away, getting rid of the third leading receiver in the league and Bishop is crazy. I mean, that's obvious. No, but I'm sure they have a Um Clearly, everybody's going to jump on the fact that Queen City traded away Heechul. 
Yeah, the little Donimo was special. I mean, the dude was out, outstanding. I remember him ever since I started watching SFL back in the summer 14. I mean, that. I mean, he was like the centerpiece for the night and for Queen City. And I was very surprised uh, that the Queen City staff, Eric Barkley, uh, actually got rid of his centerpiece. I mean, I thought he was like a Pete Brewski type of guy with Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Uh, also, I would like to tell uh, if Michael Irvine's listening somewhere that the colors for Oklahoma City are absolutely wonderful. Love the colors. Love the Washington Redskins theme. Love the colors. Yeah, got that with some royal blue, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Definitely different. Oh, yeah, Definitely. But uh, also, I was just I, I was just wondering if there ain't no call-ins. I'll go as soon as there's another call-in. I know people are, are I'm so shockingly there ain't too many call-ins tonight. But I was just wondering how long did y'all take to assemble all these traits? How how much pre-planning was it? None. There was no pre-planning. There was, uh, if I wasn't on or he wasn't on, he was calling me going, hey, I got, I want to do this. I'm like, okay. He goes, hey, I want to do this. I'm like, okay. Wow. <laughs> so so <laughs> did, y'all, did y'all ever think that y'all would make a massive load of trades like this? Yep. I mean, yeah, not just... to spoil it or anything, <clears throat> Houston has made... No, have has not made a trade. I will say that, but, Here. but I mean, but I see, I see where y'all are coming from. I mean, I've seen y'all's team built, but the thing is, I was trying to figure out is why the two bronze safeties and go and not go with a bronze corner. I was trying to figure that one out, too. Because I know y'all went with, with broad safeties, and that could be a killer for y'all. Uh-huh. All part of the game plan. All part of the game plan. <laughs> it's all part yep. of the game plan, and it's got that. It's either it's, it's going to be a risk-reward type of thing. So. Yep, y'all, y'all will definitely have to be on y'all's cocktail with that because I know a few teams that have tried to go with the gold and silver corner in the past and have actually had success, but also there's been some teams that actually went with a gold corner and a silver and actually found their defense losing. As I recall, uh, the old Hallelujah Legends, uh, I remember one year they went with a gold corner and a silver corner, and they actually were gave up at like fifty six to Minneapolis, but anybody could not stop Minneapolis. But I really like—I mean, I really like the way y'all made all these moves. I mean, y'all y'all are like trying to look like get the SFL All Stars in LA. <laughs> the artist. I mean, I, when I was looking at that, I was like. Okay, Parky yeah. Cho Bishop, is it? Or, since Cam decided not to do no All Star game this year, I was like, 
maybe y'all are trying to put one up together in L.A. Do you want the shocking factor when it comes to Heat 2 and Bishop? What's that now? Both of those players were offered to us. We didn't chase them. Wow. That <laughs> is... Well, I'm surprised with that with TJ. I mean, TJ, I thought he... I mean, he loved Bishop, but I'm assuming with him, with Marty, that Marty RX, I mean, is in tag, and I'm assuming he wanted to give him a future role than what he had at playing third string last year on the kick returns and this year moving up to most likely the second receiver given a three-ability deal. I mean, I'm assuming that's what he was trying to look for is with them. I mean, I don't know who he named Bishop. I'll still try to figure that one out, but I know Wayne Ender is actually Mighty RX from Cat. And... To me, with my well, with my player, the reason I actually opted for free agency is nothing gets me in Indianapolis. I felt like I wanted, I as my player and myself, I feel like I accomplished more than things. I mean, I'm surprised y'all let y'all's players go to different teams, honestly, because is when I moved in with Minneapolis, I mean, I know your your player was a gold, mine was a bronze, and mine was a lot probably simpler than yours. And as for Ed's also, I mean, as a silver, I mean, I know y'all were, were mainly in the same boat. But I feel like if y'all would have took it with y'all, I mean, I feel like not having my player on my team feels like, you know, I just... It don't feel right having my player on a different team than what I'm coaching. But that's in my opinion only. And take my player. My player <laughs> is on a team that's going to be in the same division as the team that I'm now co-owning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now, I was just curious, Doug. Mm-hmm. Is your quote still feed me more or is it gone, 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 since Ryback <laughs> is no longer with WWE? Uh, I don't care what it is, as long as my player does success. You know, I, and I, I said this to, to Ed uh, earlier today, actually. Uh, I was a diehard, I'm a diehard Raiders fan. I was a diehard Marcus Allen fan. And exactly. And when he went to the Chiefs, I always wanted the Raiders to win, but I cheered for Marcus to get his numbers. So that's kind of how I'm going to feel when the Maulers are playing the Sharks. I'm going to want that's, myself to get my numbers, but at the end of the day, he better lose. That's that's pretty odd because I actually, well, the only player I really, to tell you the truth, I would, that I cheer for mainly, out, well, outside, well, I, mean, I did it with Lynch. I did it with Lynch at football, but in basketball, I I mean, I still have that love for Michael Beasley. I mean, he was one of my well, – I know he's a draft bust, basically. But, I mean, to be honest, I mean, I could probably never do that with LeBron James. I mean, I can't – I mean, but I, I'll tell you on that because I did the same thing with John Lynch when he went to uh, Denver. I mean, I, I mean, when I was young, I mean, I, I loved John Lynch. 
much. But when he went to Denver, I also was cheering for him also. I get you that there. But I think I'm going to give it a hang-up right here. It's getting on 930. I'm going to let y'all get in y'all a little more action in, y'all. All right. Mm-hmm. But I want y'all to have a good night, and y'all can go ahead and mute <laughs> We can what? Mute me. Oh, we can mute uh, you. Uh, that works oh, me mute him. Uh, let me mute him. All right. For anybody else that would like to call in, the number is 724-444-7444. And the ID number is 140511. Make sure you hit that pound key. So, uh, yeah, if you guys want to call in, let's go. Anybody want to run their mouth about, about how their team did, how their team didn't do? Anybody want to run their mouth about anybody else's team? Please, feel free to call in. That's what this is for tonight. Yes. All right. And unlike other shows, this will not run for hours. <laughs> but then again, I don't know. We might just say screw it, and then we'll, before you know it, it'll be you know two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, before uh, you had mentioned uh, Sioux Falls, I'm going to go jump back over to them here for a second. Because they are currently ten and a half million dollars over the cap. Yeah. Ten and a yeah, I I did say that right. Ten and a half million over. And Jason is in the chat room. I wonder if he's willing to call in and tell us about this and what he's planning on doing. What are his thoughts? How much of a headache does he have? Oh, he's got a he's got one big headache off the right off the top of the bed. He's got a cut of gold for sure. Well, look at the reality. You're not going to do it, but you could do it if you cut Ashley Anderson. You're back under the cap. Yep. I can't see him doing that and keeping four wide receivers. Uh, here's my biggest shock. Biggest shock of the night. Mm-hmm. Not us getting Park Heat Tool. Jason not re-signing the greatest punter of all time. (laughs) I'm sorry, I had to throw it in there. As much as he ran his mouth this past season about how great this punter was and how great this and how great that, and then you don't re-sign the guy. Hmm. Interesting? I think so. Uh, 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 see AJ pick six keeps in. We're not worried about it. Like you need to worry. I'm sure they have a plan. I'm just curious as to what the heck that plan is. You know, where are they going with this? There, there's got to be a rhyme or reason to it. That's why I say when you look at that team, to me there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Somebody's getting cut at receiver. He's got four. He's got four. Does he cut Jennings because he's got the big contract? But I would say no. He just got him. 
So if gold's got to be going away. He's got to. He has to cut a gold. He has no choice. He's got to cut at least one gold for sure. He has no choice. So one of them's got to go. He still has to sign a bronze. He's short of bronze. So. Nah, Jason. <laughs> Jason, just put don't you worry, but Mon Holt will be back. <laughs> Unless I go get him. Unless I make him an offer he can't refuse. And if he doesn't sign my offer, I guess he'll be sleeping with the fishes, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it looks like a lot of the kickers and punters got released. Yeah, kind of that way. Drop. Uh, OKC dropped both of theirs. Uh, Bo Davis was cut. So, yeah, my yeah. Uh, my son was a, a little bit upset because Bo Davis may not be on a team this year. <laughs> and I had to explain it to him. I said, but D.D. Ritter is still there. You know, He's still in Louisville. He can still block for your boy Overstreet. He's like, okay, I'm, I'm good then. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm trying to look at all these teams, trying to see if I can find a shocking cut or a shocking trade. Um, uh, all we mentioned is like you got Dallas, forty-seven million, which is a low number. Louisville is only at forty-eight million. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Queen City, forty-two and a half. And they still need uh, gold and two bronze players. That should be interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna repeat it again one more time, just so. Let's go, people! Don't make me and Doug do all the talking. Don't let Alan be the only one that talk tonight. Call in. Let's go. You know you want to. The number's right there at the bottom of the screen. Call in. Destro, I'd love to hear from you. Mr. Nickens, I'd like to hear him call in. Jason needs a call in. Whoever else would like to, let's go. We're not supposed to worry for the sparrows, but Jason doesn't have a plan. Then he knows it. He doesn't have a plan? Is that what you're saying? Nope, he doesn't have a plan. Uh-oh. His his whole team just got punted out the window. No pun intended. Okay, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm checking yeah, out the... Uh, if you're a rookie, if you're a rookie and want to introduce yourself, go ahead and call in now. That's fine. Yeah. Just call in and say, hey, I'm such and such. My guy's this and this. Here you go. Heck yeah. Won't have a problem with that either. That's what I said. I'm going to get everybody calling in tonight. My throat's kind of killing me, and I don't really want to talk a whole lot. So <laughs> I want everybody else to do talking tonight. So yeah, I 
I don't know. I honestly, from all the teams we did get to see, a lot of interesting moves. There was some stuff that I'm sure a lot of people are going, hmm. So, and hey, we do have a call. Yeah, that's the, that's Mr. Blue Raider. How about we bring him in? Sure. And for those of you who don't understand, he went to Middletown High School, which is actually pretty close to where I live. So we're going to bring him in. And uh, since I don't know his real name, he's on the air now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's it going, guys? How you doing? Good. And, and what should we refer to you as? Mike? Yeah, Mike's pretty good. Mike Osai. Uh, see, I was saying that wrong. I was saying Osai. Osai. See, I always mm-hmm. say that name wrong. And I should know that wrong. That name. <laughs> now, you just graduated, didn't you? Or are you going to? Uh, I'll be graduating in a couple of weeks, and then next year I'll be playing football at Wilkes University. Congratulations. That's awesome. Nice, nice. Yeah. Middletown's in District 3. Okay. Uh, what, are you, what are you guys, double or triple? I forget. Oh, uh, we are triple A. Yeah, triple A team. Known as the Blue Raiders. It was actually at Lancaster Catholic High School when they hosted them in the playoffs, and I sat on the Middletown side cheering against Catholic High because I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I hated them. Couldn't stand them because we're the ones who own Lancaster City, McCaskey. Yeah. But anyway, so now that you're on the air, I know you're in the rookie draft. So, uh, like we were saying. There's a lot of guys that own teams that really want human players on their team. This is your chance to tell them. This is why you pick me. Yep. Tell them. Yeah. Tell them who you know who who your player is. Uh, you know what position, and then go from there. All right. Well, my name. I'm gonna. My user player is gonna be in my same name, Michael Sai. Um, going as a wide receiver, but I'm open to playing anything if needed. I just want to be part of the league and. What I bring to the table is vast knowledge of all football 2K8 because that's pretty much all I played. I don't really do Madden that much, and I really all pro because I just love the simulation aspect of it. And I'm really into strategy. Uh, I do a lot of strategy stuff. Like play, being in the playbook is something I'm doing right now, being part of a football team. So managing their playbook or being helping out with their playbook is something that I wouldn't mind doing. Scouting is something big I'm into. I can, I'm willing to watch a lot of the games because I think scouting is very interesting because that's something I would like to do in my own future. So, if I could get into scouting right now in SFL and be able to transcend the real life, whenever I come do that stuff in the future, I would love to. And just being involved in part of the league, I saw it a couple years ago. Um, started getting heavily involved later on in the second half of the season that we just got done with. And I'm really excited about next season and being a part of the league. Nice. Uh, we had a question. Uh, they want to know what your player's height and weight is. I'm looking to enter around six four, six three-ish, depending on what the owner thinks is best. Probably around the upper two teens, maybe low two twenties. Nice. nice. Yeah, that's a good size. And, well, he was on the call. 
Destro lost his connection, I'm sure. Yeah. He'll be back. Would you be interested in being a bronze player? I was just asked. Any place where I fit in and where I would be a good fit would be good because in like in real life sometimes if you have to work their way up to be on top of the ladder, some people aren't like great from the start, you gotta earn it, so bronze, silver, gold, anything is accepted. Yeah, Ronnie Nickens wins the Cleveland Vipers just said, How about a silver? So yeah, I think based on your answer you're willing to be any any tier on any team. You just want to contribute and bring it to the table for them. Exactly. Nice. I can tell you right now, everything you're saying, all the owners in the league are going, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I really look forward to it. It's something really cool, and I think that what, like, the whole, like, league's about, just, like, finding, like, that whole, like, simulation aspect of it, it's just, like, so neat to me and so fascinating to me. It's something that I really want to get into, and I've been like going wild even at school. Like I have, uh, I switch on my data even though I don't have that much data, and I just like check black all the time. It's just been really fun for me getting into it, and I look really forward to the actual season. Yes. Uh, we do have another caller, Doug. Yes, Dallas Law. But I want to mention this to Mike since I got him on the call. Um, we had talked quite honestly, because we started talking about local football in high school and then ended up leading to the draft or whatever. And I said, hey, you know, if things go according to plan, I'm going to want a wide receiver for the now Sharks. And I let him let him know that situation. And the reason why that position is no longer available is when you get offered Elijah Bishop, yeah, who... Who, by some, was one of the, if not the best wide receiver in the league last year. Him, Outdat, Freeman. Um, it's hard not to accept that. So that position kind of got filled up. <laughs> but like I said, we have another position that needs filled. Somebody who wants to play a wide receiver position, if they're willing to come play the linebacker, because I believe that's the spot we're going to look for. Well, we want. We need the linebacker. That's always open for the Sharks. But uh, I got a distinct feeling Mr. Dallas Law, Mr. Landry Hat, Mr. Steve might have some questions for Mike, so I'm going to bring him in since he's an owner and he's going to be looking for talent. Sounds good. So let's get him on here. There you go, Steve. You're with us. Hey, what's up, fellas? What's up, Steve? Yeah, I actually uh, just wanted to come on, and I know uh, we, we transitioned a little bit. First of all, I want to say welcome, Ed, uh, Dwayne Drew. Welcome to the Dallas Roughnecks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, excited yeah. to have you on the team. Excited about uh, being over there. See what you do with it. Yeah, I can't wait to. Uh, I, you know, I actually invested a little bit more into to your players. So um, nice. I have I have some big plans for him. I think he'll uh, he'll have definitely have a resurgence this year. Won't let you down. I can tell you this: my two sons were very disappointed in me because I traded Dwayne no. Drew <laughs> to Dallas. You can't do that. That's that's our guy. That's us. I'm like, no. I said your guy was D.D. Ritter. I said this is my guy. I said just because I named him after you two, I said I'm gonna do what I want. Oh yeah, 
they did not talk to me for several hours after that trade went through. But yeah, they'll get over it. Yes. No, I'm looking forward to uh I'm looking forward to having them under center and uh, you know, seeing some of these guys on your team and watching them. I think that'll be interesting. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a fun season. Um, as far as you know, having Mike on the line here, you know, the thing that as an owner what I am looking for more than anything else is just that they're interactive, that they are present, that they're at the games, that they're representing our team really well. Uh, in the chat rooms, in the forums. That's the main thing I'm looking for. So so as an owner, uh, I'm looking for someone who's, who's mature, who's uh, going to be there, who's going to be active. If you can, if you can do those things, uh, then you'll definitely have a place on my team. And, uh, and you know, we're, we're, we're still having decided whether we're, what we're going to do with our coaching staff and, and some different things. So there are future possibilities for those rookies that we, that we signed this year to move up in the organization and, you know, uh, that, that coaching level, that's the next level to, to ownership, you know, something opens up for you. I mean, just ask these two guys. Uh, that's oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? Speaking of you two guys, I'm so glad you're in the league this, this season. You guys have already added uh, so much excitement uh, just, just, in the, just in the trade part of it. Um, I'm sure that you gave Cam headaches. Uh, but oh, I'm sure. glad to have partners in doing that. Uh, because I was trying to make some moves as well, and still I'm trying to make some moves, just because I, I like change. And uh, there aren't a lot of – some of the owners in this league that don't like the change, they like the, the steadiness, and that's just not me. That's not how I play the game. And uh, I like to I like to move it around, and I understand why you guys did with the team that you had, uh, and I'm excited. I'm excited for you guys. Great job. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to tell Mike while he's still on here, you have several guys in the chat room uh, asking us to tell you to hit them up on Slack. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Ronnie me. Nickens, who is the owner of the Vipers, would like you to hit him up. Uh, Alan, who, who was just on, he is the the OC of Houston now. He would like you to hit him up. So, yeah, you're uh, going to be uh, busy here very soon talking to all these teams. So I say uh, good luck and can't wait to see your name uh, drafted and hope you get in the league. Thanks. Thanks for having me on, too. Hey, thanks for calling me. That's, that's awesome. And like I said, everything you said tonight, I, I kid you not, all the owners, all the coordinators are going, oh, yes, I want that guy. This guy wants to be here. He wants to do something, and that's what everybody wants. We're really excited to see how the season progresses. I'm really excited to be a part of the league. And just a few more weeks and you get drafted. Yeah, just a few more weeks away. Graduation coming up and then SFL draft. And I'll tell you from last year, last year's experience, uh, I was a rookie in the draft. And I was talking to about four teams. I think that was about it. And three of them wanted me to play defense. And I had submitted to be a running back. And I was like, man, I don't know when I'm going to get picked. I might get picked late because they need to fill these holes. And first round comes up. The first guy off the board was a good friend of ours. He's actually now the offensive coordinator for Mr. Nickens' team, uh, the Vipers. That's Stevie T. Diggs. He ended up getting picked number one. Of course, our phones blow up, and he's bragging, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Pick number two ended up being myself. 
which was a shock. I didn't expect to go that high. And I went to the Maulers, where I became the running back that I wanted to be. Had a phenomenal season. And then pick number three ended up being Ed's guy, Dwayne Drew. So the three of us lucked out to go one, two, three, but just the thrill of knowing that was the day. You want to sit down and say, hey, is my name going to be said? You know, it almost felt like you were in the NFL and you were at the freaking... At the, at the show, and you're sitting there in the green room waiting for your name to come up. And when it came up, it was like, wow. And it was a good shock. And then it's like, right away, they're like, okay, now what can I do? I want to do something. So I think it's the 30th. So when that day comes up, you know, I'm sure you're going to be feeling that way. It's always nice oh, to mentorship, too. So I appreciate that, guys. Yeah, I can tell you, as far as from my side of it, I was absolutely shocked that I went, you know, my guy went third. Because I know I told Doug several times, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know if I'm getting drafted. I, I'm just not not feeling it. I just not, you know. And then, my, you know, when the player's name popped up, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what made it awesome for me is I was the only running back taken in the entire draft last year. So that was, like, really, like, wow, when I look back at that. So... Yeah, it's fun. And then yeah. I ended up contributing to that team. Ended up becoming a coordinator for Oklahoma City late in the year to putting our names in together to bid for the what was the San Francisco Bulldogs, now the LA Sharks. And now here we are owning with our players on other teams. <laughs> yep. <sighs> Definitely appreciate the word to listen, guys. Oh, you're yeah. welcome. It'll be fun. But yeah, this this league is is awesome, and you have the right mental attitude going into this. Yeah, and I think you're going to do great here in the SFL. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. And to those teams that hear this back, this is a guy who's on the air who just said what we like to hear. He wants to contribute in every way imaginable. And I believe he has enough smarts about real-life football to contribute. Now, of course, we all know the game, as in the SFL game, is probably about 50% real-life football knowledge. But if you can get a guy who's willing to contribute everything he's got, I'll take that 50% and then wait for him to learn the game and how it transpires in the SFL. Like That's what we're still trying to do, learn the actual quote-unquote video game, if you will, the simulation and contribute that and put it with our common football knowledge till we mold that into something competitive. And that's something I think every owner can use on their staff. I have to I have to read this because it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> but our buddy, I'm an effing problem, posted that when he got drafted, he was, in the can, he, was, he was in the can, and he totally missed it. Good Lord. Hey, did you hear your name get called? Uh-huh. No, I was pinching the loaf. I dropped the deuce. <laughs> Good uh-huh. Lord. Mm-hmm. Only, only Chisholm would come up with some shit like that. Oh, yes. Speaking of him, I'm so shocked. He's going to remain with Twin City. <laughs> I thought for sure he was going to go to D.C., Blows yeah. my mind. Um, to me, that was one of the biggest shocks. And 
state of bronze. I'm shocked. Yep. Hey, wait a minute, guys! Don't fool yourself. You guys were the shockers of the entire show. Let's 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 just put it out there. <laughs> I don't want to make. You guys made all the damn moves. We saw uh, we did, but I don't want to make it all about us. You see, I understand. Uh, That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. I can say that about you. You guys, y'all just uh, y'all just shook up the entire league, man. Well, um, we had we, we had no choice. Doug, all right, Doug's been asking me on Slack here, what players I like? Okay. Where am I ranked? I'd ask what player, who would it be? Oh, that'd be Parking Stall. Next thing to happen, guess what? Parking Stall. All right. Mm-hmm. He asked me today, he's like, uh, can you list the five players that you would love to have on the team? I'm like, I'm not answering that question. Uh, I've got my own free agent list. I'm trying to gather up over here. He's gathering intel, man. I'm telling you. And I know uh, he's doing it with more than me. I know he's doing it with every single team. Oh, he's been he's been asking everybody, and then he sends yes, it to me on Slack, and he says, "Check this out." And you know, so I've seen you know everybody's saying that they want this one, they want this one. I'm like, check, check. I said, "Well, we got to figure out how to get this guy next and this guy." <laughs> Let me tell you what this guy did. All right, I'm shopping, right? I'm I'm I'm, I'm looking for shoes, and I get a little ping on my phone, and it's Doug, and Doug's like, "Hey, man." Um, I know you had the number one defense last year. I'm having a little little, little trouble with mine trying to figure it out. Could you help a brother out? Could you help a brother out? Could you, could you, what, what kind of scheme are you running over there? What are you doing? I'm like, mother. You know, what I had, you know how hard it was to earn that? Go through this whole season with Murdoch Mock on the center. Who can't throw past 10 yards because of the dang abilities that I gave him, right? And I'm trying to run with a, a power back which we all see what happened with that. They just can't run away from nobody. And, and the defense is all I had. And the only reason I had that was because I was, I was controlling time of possession. Uh, so I'm like, dude, you know, some things you got to earn, baby. I'm sorry. That's the way it was when I came in the league. I did get a little help. But, and I got some advice. You guys are great about giving advice. But I, did, I never wanted to get, you know, I never want. I wanted to earn it. I know Doug wants to earn it. I wanted to earn it. But I just thought it was funny, man. I was like, oh, come on now. Come on now. You want me to you want me to send you my playbook? I can do that. I just forward that to you. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, also, uh, you want to send us your playbook? Go ahead. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah, you don't want the offensive side. Let me try, let me tell you we, that. We won't we won't tell anybody if you send it to us. <laughs> I just thought it was no Doug, man. Uh if it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't have anybody contacting me on Slack but Give it going, yeah. buddy. Hey, I had to do what I had to do. You, know, you get you get any you get any little bit of inside information you can from people. You know that's why when you see people talking, hey, who's the best defenses? You know I had my ear to the ground on that. I was like, yeah, who are they? Who, who do I need to contact? Who's willing to reveal just a little bit of information? Yeah, yeah. That's valuable. That's what you get when you get a bunch of nice guys. And, and even I was like, maybe I should tell them because hey, I'm a nice dude. I don't want them to be competitive. So I was you like, gotta yeah. use it. I've been getting my butt kicked for six months. Now I'm just going to share this. Let's put it this way. I'll be honest with you now. We don't have the we don't have the roster file. We're using just the standard teams oh, that are built in the game. Nobody, apparently half the people don't need it. Uh, yeah, apparently based on the survey stuff, people right. aren't even simulating games. I mean, and that's amazing. The, the hours that I poured into right. it last year with all the sims that I run, yeah, dude, mm-hmm. if you don't have the roster file, I think you're at a huge disadvantage. But apparently Here's what not, we do. Here's what we're doing. So put it in perspective for you. 
we built our team on guesswork. Now, this is just guesswork because this is before the trading opened up and the free agency opened up. Based on what we were hoping to build, put abilities on these players. And a lot of my guys were named outside linebacker test one and free safety test two, depending on which version he was. So I knew who he was. And uh, I sat there and I messed with the defensive playbook because I am 100% convinced, and I could be wrong, that if you can figure out defense in this game, you will win. So I messed with the I, defense a little bit. Dude, I kind of disagree a little bit on that, and I'm going to tell you why. Because uh, your offense small. didn't go away. Well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> but but also you go back and look at some of the some of the more offensive teams outside like of Louisville. <laughs> Louisville was number two in both offense and defense. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, teams like Orlando and, and uh, the others escaped me. But look at some of those top-tier teams. Their offenses are down near the bottom. Um, so, for me, and look at Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls is a great example for me. I've been really studying them. Uh, Worst defense in the league. <laughs> well, and they went eight and four, and they had right. zero star linebackers. And right. And that's kind of, you know, that's kind of amazing to me. They had no star linebackers at all. Exactly. Uh, then you, and then you take a look at uh, Queen City. They, they're running one cornerback. Dude, they're running one cornerback. So oh, no, don't think, forget this, though. One cornerback. Yeah, and they had a star wide receiver with not an ability on him. Yeah, I mean, nice. so I mean, obviously there's there's an important. I'm dude, I'm way inside right. baseball this right now. We're we're just right. still in the off season now. I've got I've got a white a whiteboard full of ideas and things going on. <laughs> so I've really been really deep into I, this. I have uh, three uh, three subject notebooks, and I've already completely gone through one and a half of them. And it and feels just, like just when you hear that guys, when guys don't stem, it almost makes that seem ridiculous. Yeah. You know, the episode was speaking. But to finish what I was saying to you, so I don't forget but, where, I was, where I was going with that. I, that's just my opinion. I think defense, if you can figure out defense, you can win because you can control the clock as long as you have a quality offense to go with it. So Lord. we were building it the way we wanted. Now, this was right around the time where I was running Sims, and we were playing Sims against the Americans and the Wasps and all those games teams built into the game, the Top Guns and the Werewolves, because, you know, that's all you can do. And we created the L.A. Sharks, gave them our uniform, of course, and based on the rules, all our bronze players are going to have one ability, but in the league they can have up to as many as four. So that's where it makes it very fun and very interesting trying to figure out what is or isn't working. And because you can have 12 players, and the game only lets you have 11, I have the Sharks and I have the Great Whites. Uh-huh. And the Sharks is all about my offense, and the Great Whites is all about the defense. So right around the time I had sent you that message, the defense that I was running was giving up, oh, probably 35 points a game and almost 450 yards. And it just sucked. I did a little bit of research online, did a little bit of whatnots, and changed it up. I'd say about 50% of the book went in the garbage with some other things. Those points dropped down to the high 20s, low 30s, and around 400 yards. Um, Now Sims have been run with the players in place that we have picked up with their best ability that we have on them, in our opinion, and more tweaks to the playbook. And recently, in three sims in a row, and I'm running 11-minute quarters as as accurate as Cam's doing it. 
our defense gave up 147 total passing yards in three games. And that was against the Americans, the Wasps, and the Werewolves. That's why I mentioned those three teams. So, you know, and hmm. I don't take that and thinking, yeah, that's the way it's going to work in the SFL. But I'm able to right. step back there and I've seen improvements based on what I've been learning and reading online and things. I've been uh, testing my stuff against the uh, the legends that have those uh, six goals uh, up until we get that roster file in. And uh, that's that's kind of been my – that's my kind of basis line there that I'm going with. Um, but, again, yeah, you, you get in this league, and, you know, the, the more that I've gotten into it here the last six months more, it's more about what knowing what got to you rather than what things that make sense from a football aspect. When you get into the game, they they don't work sometimes. You know, those strategies don't work. I think NYC is kind of a, a good example of that. You know, things that in your mind seem like this is a football knowledge base. It should work. And when you get it in this game, it, it ain't the same thing. It's really you got to put time into this game and get it to know it and playing other owners. Uh, that's big huge. Um, hey, can I go ahead and address there was a question in the chat about us trying to fuel the fire in Texas? Sure, go for it. All right, so. First of all, anybody who lives in Texas knows there isn't a rivalry between the Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans. There just isn't one. Dallas has been around so long, and uh, and then Houston just hasn't been as long. Um, if you live in the Houston area, maybe you might. But of course, Cowboys fans are concerned there isn't a rivalry. And and actually, um, I was going to go with Roughnecks. The problem with what a Roughneck is basically is a, an oil worker, um, and it was just to honor the the oil business in Texas. But there isn't a icon that's available that that even looks remotely like an oilman or a roughneck. It just doesn't. So we changed the, the spelling of rough to be more like a you know a dog barking, and that and then we went with the the dog logo because it, we thought it looked thought it looked great. So uh, that was those were the reasons behind it. Uh, me and the the owner, Houston's owner, we met recently. We hung out. We ate. We had a good time. Uh, he actually designed one of the uniforms that we're going to be using. Um, and, you know, so we're good. I mean, there's no there's no rivalry between us. We split the series last year. When we play each other, obviously, yeah, we're, we're, we want to beat each other. But, no, there was none, none of that malice or anything involved in that. They're not even in our in our same conferences here. So. Right. So, you know, um, this, this makes no sense. Uh, but, I'm enjoying uh, how you – I'm enjoying how you put the – I'm a Raiders fan. I'm enjoying how you use their color scheme. So I'm yeah, interested to see what your uniforms want, look like. I wanted to do something that, that had an oil theme to it, so black was the natural. And uh, I tried a lot of different things. You know, we were going to go um, – DeMond uh, actually designed us a beautiful uniform, and you guys will see it. Uh, but the, the color scheme just didn't fit what he was trying to do, and, and I changed it on him. He, he had a few days to work on it, and while he was working on it, is when I really cemented the color scheme. So when I got his his his, uh, his uniform code, it looked great and it was unique and 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 I want to use it as an alternate, but it just didn't fit for the colors that we wanted to kind of just establish as ours. So uh, so I got to give him a shout out. I, I know that he'll he's listening or will listen to it, and I'll just say, man, I love what you did. I it just didn't go with what we were doing at, at the time, and and I will definitely be showcasing as an alternate to the season because. He put in some work on it. And it looks really, it looks really tight. And I want to 
beat off of how you were saying Houston is not in your division, not even in the conference. Speaking of division and conferences, how do you feel about being in the same division with the Vipers, the Skyhawks, and the Wolfpack? That's a challenge. Uh, I mean, uh, those guys are those are good teams, man. And uh, you know, the, I thought I thought the the conference we were in last year, uh, or the division. I'm sorry, I thought that was going to be a tough division. You know, Oklahoma City, uh, Santa Fe. I mean, and Houston. And you know, outside of Houston, uh, all the rest of us kind of had blow seasons. And uh, and 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 at the end of the year, although I'm still putting in my best work, I'm putting in all the changes. Max changes every week to try and get my offense going. Um, you know, it, it, the, the, at the end of the year, the games didn't really mean much. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to you know, hey, iron sharpens iron. So I'm I'm ready to get in there. And uh, you know, the fact that I, we were in there with Carolina and we were able to get up on Carolina twice. Uh, last year, uh, it makes me. It gives me a little bit of hope uh, that that we can compete in this league, and uh, and now that I have a kind of a better idea of what I want to do, um, you know, uh, having uh, at least a, a season under my belt, I, I, I'm pretty confident. Here's another question to feed off that division. When the divisions actually got released, were you shocked about who was in your division? Uh, no, no, absolutely not. Uh, I was excited by it. Um, like I said, I, I like change, and uh, and so mm-hmm. it, it was right down my alley. And 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 honestly, uh, you know, I know we're going to go. Co- I knew that we were going to go cross conference this year. So, you know, those those conference wins, they they, they still they're still important. But uh, or those divisional wins, I'm sorry, are still important. But but we're going to be facing. You know, who knows who we're going to be facing? Actually, you know, so so it's going to be. There are going to be new challenges this year that we didn't have last year, and and I'm looking forward to that. I think I think it's the spice of the league, man. Spice it up a little bit, change it up. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what I lo- that's why I love what you guys are doing. Right, and and that's why when the divisions were released and I saw the division we were put in, I just kind of stepped back and said, "Wow, okay," because it's uh, got a lot of personal feel for it. Because I mean, it's not something people know, but Jason, who owns the Sparrows, is actually one of the owners. I might actually talk to him more than anybody through Slack and Facebook, during Twitch games. We talk all the time. So to get him in my division, I was like, wow. Then it's the Mullers, where my player is, and then the third team in our division is OKC, where I was for the final four games of the season as the offensive coordinator. So. I want to know what you felt like the moment you figured out you had a chance at Parky Chill. Well, that was mentioned to me, and I was just thinking, okay, he's we're new owners, and I thought it was a rib. That's what I thought. I thought it was a joke because we're new owners, and it was like, let's see how gullible these guys can be, and it's a rib. And I was just like, you know, he's not serious, but then I realized through the talks he was serious, so I told Ed right away, Ed's like, do it, make it happen. We need that running game. We don't want Tui Asasopo. We we need to upgrade. I said, yeah, that's the plan. And quite frankly, I think me and Barkley went back and forth. Uh, I'm trying not to exaggerate here, but I bet you there was a good five to ten different offers put on the table at one point or another. A couple times we thought they had the deal made, but stabs for Queen City and for us were kind of eh with certain things. And... Somehow at the end, it was Heechul for Nick Nitro, and we swapped our first and second round picks. And sure, we had the number one pick in the draft, but to me, 
It didn't matter if I was picking first or last in the round if I was going to upgrade my running game that much. So to me, it was an easy yes for us. And he's been in the game a lot longer than us, so I'm sure he can fix that void that he's now made for himself easier than I could. So we we said, you know what, this is the guy most owners want in this league. Let's go get him. Let's put him on this team. Let's see what we can do with him because now if he's the best, like people think, and we suck, well, then we just suck because we shouldn't suck with the best guy in the league. So we did what we had to do to make it happen, but yeah. No, I like the move for you guys, obviously, but I like the move for him. Uh, you know, after winning it as much as he has, uh, he needs a new challenge. And I think, you know, I think this might have started at the beginning of last season when they really shifted the focus from from Parky Chol over to Daniel Garcia and it, it became more of a, a lethal passing offense and it kind of right. rode more on his shoulders. So, uh, yeah, and you got to remember that even with Parky Chol on the roster, uh, you know, a lot of people weren't picking them to win. I mean, the Maulers and, 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 and Louisville really ran through the through the league last year. And, and how many and, times? Um, how right. many times did you hear somebody say they need to give him the ball? They need to unleash yep. him. They need yep. to get him involved, yep. and they yep. didn't use him. So yeah, well, losing him might not be a big blow. He was, he was willing to get rid of him, so. Obviously, he has something else planned. With the number one pick, I think they're going they got to go pick a running back, and they're going to be able to shape that running back the exact way they want to. I think it's a, it's a perfect I – lo- I love the move for them. And I love the move for you guys. I think it's a win-win both ways because uh, it gives you guys an established star to really hang your hat on. Uh, and you know the defense is going to key up on him, so right. we you know, have you're going to be putting a lot on. You're going to put a lot on Mock's shoulders, man. So I'm excited to see what you guys do with that. And, and 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 I'm willing to put it out there because it should be no secret, especially if the owners have any common sense. Like you said, they're going to tee on him. We, you know, obviously. So if you look at our team build, we figure as much, and that's why we decided to go with these three wide receiver set. You know, you can load the box, but now you're going to open up our three wide receivers. Right. And, and, and then you've got one of the most lethal wide receivers out there, too. Uh, yeah. And based on moves and trades, we have two of the top ten receivers from last year. I believe they finished eighth and third. Don't quote me on the eighth, but I know Portis was a seven, eight, nine area, and Bishop was three. So, you know, and you have that. And anybody who looks at the – Chart sees that Gladwin Wolfstar bronze, and he's 2.5, which means he's a maxed ability bronze wide receiver. So, hey guys, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and get off here. I want to just go ahead and say thank you guys for being on the show. Uh, You guys (laughs) do a great job, and uh, we'll be talking to you later down the road. Uh, Thanks. Awesome, we appreciate you calling in. Let's see, do we even have any more more callers? Any more questions going on? I'm checking it now. Yeah, same guys. I'm gonna head off. Thanks for having me on, and I look forward to have future contact with you and everyone in the future. Well, yeah, I look forward to seeing you get picked, brother. Thanks for calling in, and good luck. Thanks. Bye. All right, let's bye. see. Do we have anything? All right, we had some people in and out of the chat. Um, Jason, I know you're hearing us. Do you have any words? I'm not typing. Do you have any words for your team and your current dilemma? Because we're curious as to how you're going to fix this problem. 
seventy and a half million. Mind boggling. That's a shit load. That really I is. That he, I trust that he can get it done now. Oh, I'm I'm sure he can. But like I said, I don't want his headache. <laughs> I don't want Tallahassee's headache right now. I knew. Right. Well, Tallahassee's nope. going to be fine. He's sitting on five golds. He cuts one of the five. He's under a cap, but he's got to cut two to fit the rules. Mm-hmm. I just don't know where Sioux Falls goes. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm confused. It's going to be interesting. And maybe that's what he wants us all to be, confused. And that's why he doesn't want to call in and reveal his his uh, agenda. But uh, AJ pick six. Who do you play for? Uh, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so random. Common uh, oh, effing problem. Still in the chat. We love you, buddy. Uh, hope you didn't pinch a deuce during the show, man. <laughs> oh my god. AJ AJ says Sioux Falls can't go anywhere but up. Jason keeps saying, wait and see. Um, I mean, you look at his team, honestly, and you know one gold's going to have to go. I don't know who it's going to be, personally, unless he's going to rework some contracts. I don't know. But I like what he's got going on at bronze because he's got three guys that are maxed out. A receiver, a corner, a linebacker. I like it. Silvers, A.J. Levy, yeah. He's got Caesar Cannon with Cadella, and that's three receivers already. Cannon's a monster. He could probably play tight end. Cadella had a phenomenal season. Oh, wait, then there's a fourth receiver in Jordan Jennings. Uh-huh. Could he possibly cut um, Ashley Anderson and get under cap in that one cut? And go with a generic running back and run four receivers? Could wow. you see him do that? Because that's a hell of a receiving core. That would definitely be different. That'd be interesting. I, that's about what I say about that. Yeah. And then, you know, or could we see Ashley Anderson get traded? If we can still trade, I don't even know. But I'm sure Queen City would love to jump on him. Yeah. Yeah. He keeps saying it, you know, it's all good, we're all good, we're all fine. I'm telling you now, by the time it's all said and done, he will be sitting in the corner going, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm telling you. Now, I want to bring up one team we haven't touched on, and I've been wanting to mention it, and that's Carolina. <clears throat> I want to talk about Carolina. How do you feel about that team? Oh, I don't have to look at them. I haven't really studied all of them yet. That's all I can say about that team. Really? Okay. Let me get back over here on Slack for a second and I'll check it out. All his running backs, I'm sorry, receivers are going to be bronze. He has one wide receiver on the team, and that's Yuya Iba. He doesn't have another wide receiver. He's maxed out at gold and he's maxed out at silver. Wow. And he is defensive strong. 
his front seven, when I mean by front seven, I mean his three goals and his four silvers, that's seven players. Five of them are on the defense. Double silver linebackers, double gold corners. Wow. And then he has Floyd Lee, who ironically he picked up from us, at the defensive end spot. He's got his quarterback and his running back. He's got his receiver and his tight end. He's got to have another wide receiver in there, you would assume. Then he has a slot for one more guy. Who would that be? What position would that be? But his build is might be the most unique in the offseason. Yeah? I haven't been around, neither of you, long enough. Some of these guys in the chat room have clearly been in the league longer than us. How unique is this build? Two gold corners and two silver linebackers. I'm I'm amazed by what I'm seeing. His defense should be solid. I, you know, I'm thinking. I'm honestly thinking he's picking up a wide receiver and a free safety. That's my guess, yeah. but I could uh, be. That's what I would think, but who knows? And then he put one with defensive end, too. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I'm just, wow. I, I don't know where to begin. <laughs> yes. I wish Klein was on the call to get his yes. thinking. It's going to be very, very interesting. So, no doubt about it. It's definitely interesting for sure. With the with with the three hundred trades we made, you know, with how everyone is setting up their team so differently now. I mean, it's just wow. I mean, some guys kept their kept their teams pretty much the same thing they had. Other guys have totally changed everything. It, it's it's going to be interesting. Right. No, I wish the season was starting tomorrow. <laughs> I'm ready to go, man. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to get these teams on the field, see what everybody's got, see who's doing what. Right. To put it in perspective how many trades we made with the Sharks, I just counted on the graphics that have been made available. There's 14 players that were moved. There's nine on our page alone. Wow. So we had nine. The other teams combined had 14. Now, remember, we're not counting Houston and NYC. Yeah. And going team by team, Vipers traded Elphage. He's ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sioux Falls traded Ethan King and Portis. We got Portis. Uh, the Skyhawks traded Caesar Cannon and Gage Wilson. We had both of them moved Cannon to Sioux Falls. Queen City, Beachel, ours. Pride. Jennings, Kid, Minerva. We picked up Minerva. Uh, you move on to Dallas. Hawk, Mock, Maverick. We got Mock and Maverick. Crabs traded Brown and Bishop. We got Bishop. For those of you who were keeping score at home, we made trades with seven different teams. So, yeah. And one of the guys we traded for did not stay on the team. That was, like I said, Caesar Cannon who was traded mm-hmm. to Sioux Falls for Miles Portis because we wanted a smaller, faster receiver rather than that big monster in the middle. 
because, quite frankly, I can't figure out how to throw the ball to the middle. I'm not afraid to admit it. And he's perfect for that. I wanted a smaller guy. There you go. But, yes. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm looking at each team, trying to get a grasp who looks good, who who might not be so good, and who is the team to beat based on right now. And there's just so many, so many good options, really. Yep. I don't, I don't even know where to begin. I have no idea. Yeah, I mean that's some I, good stuff. I mean, I'd have to look at it even more to study it some more. You know, because I'm sure there's going to be guys out there that say, oh, you know, we're the team to beat. Because, you know, we got who most guys consider, you know, the greatest thing since sliced bread in Parky Tool. Yeah. But he's got a bunch of noobs running his playbook. <laughs> and then there's going to be guys that say, you know, this team. Is is the team to beat because they got so and so, or they got you know, or this team is because they got so and so. So it's it's gonna be interesting. Mhm. That's for sure. Well, uh, guest twenty six has posted if your team could have intro music or a theme song, what would it be? Hmm. I'm assuming that's for everybody, not just us. Uh, I think, yeah, I'm thinking that's for everybody. So if anybody, everybody wants to chime in or whatever, but yeah. I know during minicamp, our guys have been practicing to the Jaws theme song. Blum, blum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> blum, blum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And when you come into Amity Stadium, you're going to need a bigger boat, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I'm going to say. There you go. Oh God, we're gonna over, we're gonna overdo it. We're gonna play this out real quick. Oh, it's all right. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> I think oh. AJ AJ has posted Parku. Then Jason says, "I think the they're referring to the guys who fall slapped around all year." And then I'm an effort problem to say, "We are the champions." Queen, that's going to be hit. That's their song. How, t- how fitting, because like they're Queen. in Queen City. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Guest 27 says All-Star by Smash Mouth. Wow. Well, you know me, I'm I'm biased to Hell's Bells from ACDC, because that's how my Raiders take the field. Cool. So, yeah. Oh, no. But uh, I want to let everybody know we're hoping to do some Inside the SFL shows here periodically between now and next season. When next season comes back, we're going to try to figure out the perfect night and time to try and make it more convenient for more people to be involved. Because it seems like the 10 o'clock till 2, 3 in the morning wasn't popular with many people. Those who made the show, made every show, thank God for them. There would have been no point to do the show. Um, I have to double-check the schedule. But I'm thinking we might do a, like, pre-draft primer or something where we might discuss the upcoming draft because we'll have a list in who might be 
who might be involved as far as the actual human players, you know, being involved on Slack, you know, and discussing things and, and stuff like that, and any other information that comes down from team rosters, team players, maybe new staff, or what have you. But uh, that being said... <laughs> Ouch. Oh, my God. No one cares about what time the show is on, huh? I think that's Damn. a good statement. I think that's a positive statement. We don't care. We're going to tune in. That's how I'm going to look at that. Unlike Taka, who said you're cheap. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. He's an idiot, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to touch on that here in a minute. Oh, my God. No wonder he's being released. But uh, <laughs> he's being I'm cut, still, ladies and gentlemen. After you told me that, I'm still shaking my head days later because I'm totally confused by that. Okay, and you'll have right. to explain that here in a minute, because I'm like, what yeah. the hell? It's the funniest shit ever. I don't say, and you know we were talking on the Skype. Oh. <laughs> oh, you got it. You, you have to Yeah, For those of you who don't know, Taco plays, well, played for Orlando, has a linebacker spot, and that's Robert Bose. Um... Apparently, he was in negotiations with Kyle Walsh to re-sign with Orlando. I don't know what was or wasn't said in their personal conversations prior to what was said to me. But he copied and pasted to me a statement of, I guess I'm becoming a free agent. Look at this shit. And he sends me the message. And Kyle basically informs him that he's going to become a three or four, I forget what it was, ability, bronze, a linebacker, and a signing. Kyle does his due diligence and checks to see what his value is going to be, realizes it's not going to be that expensive, and tells Taco, hey, you're cheaper than I thought, which was a good thing. He took it as if Kyle was calling him cheap like he was an asshole, so he's like, I want off the team. Idiot. Yeah, I'm still shaking my head over that because when you told me that, I'm like, he did what? And you said, yes, that's what he did. I'm like, only taco, only taco. And I sat here, I'm laughing, I'm trying to talk. I think Ed's hearing more laughter than words. It was. I said, how did he misunderstand that he's telling him, this is great, your guy is cheaper than I thought he would be, we're going to dominate because we can make this happen, and this idiot thinks he's being rude. <laughs> I'm going to lose it again just snapping at him. <laughs> I'm trying. Oh, my God. <laughs> how can he be that dumb? Uh, uh, I don't understand him. Is he that damn stupid? And and speaking of stupid, speaking of stupid, apparently yeah. Let's let's talk about this being stupid. For those of you on on Slack, check the off season business page. This is how stupid Taco is. He posted 100 taco emojis in a row, with the response of 100% taco. Yup, that's me. I had to ask him if he was high, drunk, or both. Ed responds, both. So, Taco oh, responds... Oh, you're going to the Oh, Jesus. Taco responds, 
with this. It is the most mind-boggling, what-is-he-talking-about thing I've ever seen in my life. It says, neither, just tripping. Earlier I saw, and he uses an emoji, a caterpillar, reading Golf Digest when a fight broke out between a, using emojis, frog and a snowman. To get away, I jumped on the next another emoji, airplane, and went to the local another emoji mailbox and ate some and yet another emoji, ice cream. So to put that in perspective without saying emoji, he said, neither I'm ju- neither he said, neither, just tripping. Earlier I saw a caterpillar reading golf digest while a flight broke out between a frog and a snowman. To get away I jumped on the next flight and went to the local mailbox and ate some ice cream. What the hell is he talking about? And this was shortly after he told us that he was told he was cheap. And he was going to become a free agent. The guy needs to be signed by the psych ward. Now we know why he's a free agent. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we love him. And I've already told you this. We're sitting on two draft picks. And I told you for him to find a job in the league, we might have to not even draft and pick him up. Yeah, I and then at the end of the day, I realized when we do inside the SFL, he chimes in with these stupid quotes, and he will never yeah, have a quote like that for me. <laughs> and this, hey, how many times have I told you? I'd like to have him, but then at the same time, I don't want to hear those damn quotes. And I don't want those quote, those quotes associated with us. <laughs> and I'm going to say this right here in the air. T-Pet, Mike, as in Irvine, Jason, one of you three, you need to go out and sign him. I want him in our division so we can smack him around. <laughs> that is all. <laughs> <laughs> that is all. So what, you think since just because you say so, it should happen, or what? Isn't that the way it's supposed to be? Is that like an unwritten law? It could be. I, I'm, just, I'm just going with the flow here. <laughs> Oh, man. One thing's for sure, he brings fun and excitement to the league with his stupid quotes. Oh, he does. Because every, everybody waits for it. <laughs> you know, since we've been doing the show, everybody, you know, is kind of waiting on that, that quote. Because you know, I'll say, do we have a quote this week? And everybody's like, yeah, it's time for a quote. Because so, they know what kind of stupid shit's going to come out of his mouth. Yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to have the show early enough during the upcoming season where he can actually call in and just speak his stupid quote himself. Oh, good Lord. I don't, I don't know if the world's ready for that. No. But that's, I don't know, interesting stuff to say the least. And I realized right now we've been on the air oh, almost an hour and a half and we both figured we wouldn't be on the air about 45 minutes. We do this yep. every time. I know. We do it. We get together. Right before the show, you know, a little bit before, we're gonna we're sticking to this. We're going we're gonna stay, and then we just say screw it. By the time we get going, yeah, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Come on, get that puck out of there! Oh, sorry. What in the world? <laughs> I'm watching that? the <laughs> watching the hockey game. <laughs> oh crap. Watching my San Jose Sharks, baby. <laughs> you still what? What? That was like so out of nowhere. 
Like, what is he yelling at? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Maybe that's what she said. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> get that out of there. Oh. oh, my God. Oh, for those of you who didn't realize it, on Slack, Ed is, Ed, Ed is uh, clearly the Emoji King. I'm the Emoji King, baby. I love it. He never knows how like to type talk. anything. Just smiley face, thumbs up. But, uh, I don't, I don't yeah. like to talk until I get on here, and then I can talk. Other than that, I can care less. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Uh, I've noticed as the show's been going on, the chat room is slowly emptying out. We're slowly yep. and it's mostly the guest people. Steve was in and out and in and out, you know, kind of like a pimp, but uh. <laughs> I don't know what happened to Destro. He was there, and he was gone, and he called in, and he hung up, and he was gone, up, and he's just gone now, so I don't know. Kind of like his season this past year. But, uh... Hey! <laughs> wow! Tell us how you really feel about it. <laughs> uh, no, I uh, stole his sock design. Copyright infringement. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a classic <laughs> statement right there. It was so good, that's why uh, TJ included it in the commercial that he did for us. Uh, for those of you that know that, TJ, Baltimore Crabs owner, he's the one who did that commercial <laughs> for us that was there during the playoff. Good stuff, we appreciated that, and we thank him again for it. Oh, that's uh, awesome. <laughs> Whoa, buddy. Yeah, yeah that, was a, that was an awesome commercial. Especially when a guy was beating the crap out of his computer. And then you hear your voice. Well, I had some computer issues like Cam has lately. Yeah, yeah. when I call it, when I say I had a camerism. <laughs> uh, yeah. When the first time I was watching that commercial, my daughter was off to the side of me. She happened to see it, and she ran over and said, what was that? Rewind it. <laughs> <laughs> I rewound it and let her see, and she was cracking up. Nice. But, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait to see everybody filling their team. I'd love to be able to see what NYC has done. I'd love to be able to see what Houston has done. As far as I know, Houston didn't do too much because of his personal issues. And I told Demond earlier this week he's in my thoughts and prayers with everything. Yeah, and that's all I'll say about the issue. But uh, you know, everything is good. Hopefully, with him and him and the family, uh, and everybody's strong right now. Do the best that they can, I guess. But uh, yeah, I just want to make sure let him know, let him know we're thinking about him. Yep. Because normally he's on these shows, so he's listening anyway. He's not tonight, so yeah, that kind of sucks. But what are you gonna do, right? Right. Uh, gonna deal with gonna deal with the real life stuff first, and then come and deal with your SFL stuff. And I want to break some news here on the air that has nothing to do with the SFL, but has to do with uh, all-pro football. Okay. Um, I don't know if I should refer to it as the next season, the next I don't know what the hell to call it. Um, We got TJ listening to the show, so maybe he can help fill in the blanks because I'm an idiot. Um, But starting whenever, um, I'm, I'm giving it a shot. I'm giving it a try with the all-time Raiders roster. I will be joining his Cagley. Nice. 
<clears throat> so I'll go in there and get my ass kicked and that'd be alright. But what are you gonna do? Sweet. <laughs> I'll be on I'll be honest, if I have that game on my PlayStation say hundred hours a week, which is clearly exaggerant. Uh, ninety nine and a half is probably through simulation. <laughs> so uh, I haven't actually picked the controller up to play that game in. Without exaggerating, let's see. Since middle of March, maybe a little before, mm-hmm. and it's been on my system every day, every day. So yeah. We'll see how well that goes over. I'll be the laughing stock in the league, so that's okay. <laughs> I, I do not have high hopes. Let's put it that way. I guess made that obvious. That is what it is. And I'm still learning that game. And it's tricky. So, hey. But I thought I'd put that out there. Doing that. Nice. We'll see what happens. But yeah, there was uh, the trades though, man. There was a lot of trades, and I forget who said it in the thing. They were like, "Hey, there's a lot of shark heads there." <laughs> <laughs> I kind of had a, I kind of had to snicker at that. That was pretty cool. I mean, to mention trades. Um, that would shock me. Um, let's be honest here. We... <laughs> I, I, I don't understand, but you will understand here in a minute. He chul. Well, we uh-huh. got it. We gave up Nitro. Uh-huh. All they wanted clearly were the picks because they turned around and traded Nitro to Orlando for the 25th pick. I don't know if you caught that during the show. Yes, I did. And I just sat there and I was—I literally looked at that and I started scratching my head. Literally, I was like, "Really? Huh? Okay." And I think the main reason why it got bothered me, like not like pissed me off, bothered me, but bothered me, like I was confused, bothered me. Uh-huh. Because we had a lot of back and forth before that deal went down. You know that. Yep. And they traded their way the guy they acquired from us. So it was just like mind boggling for me. So I find it interesting what they're doing, how they're doing it. But you know. It, it, it's it's gonna be unique. It's gonna be he's, unique. he's got he's got three championships, so I'm not gonna argue with nothing he's doing. Oh, exactly right. Yeah. But yeah, Cam posted uh two two trade pictures. Uh, the second one that he posted uh, had five trades on it. Okay, and I know you're wondering why I'm uh, mentioning this. But the the first trade for the uh, graphic had five trades on it. And the second one had six. Um, that's 11 <laughs> trades. <laughs> Not even good. <laughs> Holy crap. Our, our logo was involved on nine of them. Um... I'm going to have to read this to you because I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, but, uh, our buddy, I'm an effing problem. 
just took a shot at you and your Raiders because he said, you lost when you brought a peewee team to the league, buddy. Laugh out loud. All-time Raiders, more like all-time inmates. This is coming from a guy who's a Broncos fan. And I say it over and over to these Broncos fans. Talk all you want. Say all you want. The Raiders went through a decade of bullshit, a decade of hell. And in that 10-year span of crapness, y'all still got a losing record against our ass. So sh- shut it. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Don't talk yeah. it. That's it. Because huh. if you want to bring up the past and you want to talk about the recent, let's just talk about the whole goddamn thing. And y'all might be sitting there holding up Mr. Vince Lombardi, but do understand that Pee Wee team, y'all couldn't score one offensive touchdown against them last year in two games. Just remember that. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So, yeah. And that's when you all were supposed to be Super Bowl contenders, and we were supposed to be a 500 team at best if we were lucky. And we still didn't even get to 500. It must be nice to be able to tease people back and forth about how good your team is doing and how their team is shitty or this and that when I have to sit here and can't say a damn thing. It's just just not fair, I tell you. Yeah, well, it's not our fault you're a Browns fan. But the thing is, unlike a lot of people I know, who have switched teams over the years and done other things over the years, I've never left that team. Not from the worst, not through the bad. I've been there through the good. I've been there. And I'm not planning on leaving them now. Must be something messed up in my head to not want to leave them, but hey. Mm-hmm. And one thing I want to mention to you, because we've talked about your grandpops on this show a lot, and during the show with Cam, it just kind of was like, wow. It just kind of made me take a step back. There's always okay. been that. There's always been that feeling for you, like your grandpa's was talking to you, uh-huh. saying, "Hey, you know, blah blah blah. I'm here. I'm watching." And the fact that he was a San Francisco 49ers fan, and you were a Cleveland Browns fan, and of 16 teams in the SFL, you went to the San Francisco Bulldogs. Which, for anybody who has a half a brain, knows that a bulldog is the Browns logo, in a sense. So, you went to a team that represented, in a sense, the Browns and the 49ers. So, you know, there was always that connection. Now, Dwayne Drew, the player, was traded to Dallas Law. For those of you who have no clue, Ed's wife is a Dallas Cowboys fan. Cowboys fan, so yep. the whole, all the other options, Dallas. And she's the boss, so that's the law. But uh, <laughs> I won't argue that. <laughs> so, yeah, I just threw that in there, but that's the case. Well, anybody who's got a wife. 24 years of marriage would be that. Oh, shit. But uh, how, I don't, it probably didn't even dawn on you yet, but do you not find it weird that for out of nowhere it feels and then I'm sure Steve had his reasonings. He's changed the team name to the Roughnecks, and the logo's he become a dog. dog. And then not <laughs> only that, and then not only that, it's uh, Raider colors. Yeah, it's just not, I don't know, dude. <laughs> Which is the team that I like, 
and we're calling us together. It's, it's like he's there saying, hey, I made Steve know that I'm here. <laughs> hey, we're just, we're supposed to be in this league, brother. That's all I know. I, I, I don't, I, it's hard to explain. It's just, you know, ever since that day, you said, hey, check this out, what I found. And, you know, we checked it out together. So we're doing this. I, it's, mm-hmm. We're just supposed to be here. It's fun stuff, man. It's fun stuff. But uh, that's the one thing, and I brought that up because it's the one thing I wanted to mention because I didn't finish my prediction on it. Well, not my prediction, my opinion on it. When everybody was talking about the biggest off-season shocker. Uh-huh. Maybe the biggest yep. off-season shocker is there's no more Dallas Law. Yep. I'm, I'm mind-boggled about that. I And he said on the air why he did it. I get why he did it. It makes sense, and that's cool. I'm still shocked that he did it because I'm 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 being serious. To me, anyway, you have the 16 teams in the league. Um, I don't know. I guess it's just that star and the way that star stands out. Like even like in the NFL, it's an iconic logo. Whether you like the Cowboys or not, it stands out. You know that logo when you see it. Mhm. I mean, Jason, I think admits it, but he's got his two false sparrows. And then there's the he uses the stadium he uses because it's got uh, what you call it Mount Rushmore <clears throat> in the background when he's in South Dakota. He can use that, and people can say that all you want. For those of you who don't realize that that's crap. It has to do with those blue stars on the wall when you watch that stadium because it reminds him of his cowboy. I just want to say anything, but. <laughs> but yeah, we all know it. It's funny, but uh, I just sat there and I was like, "Look, at, if you looked at the 16 teams, the, the law was one of the teams that stood out to me." Now mm-hmm. I have to sit back and say, "Okay, did that stand out to me because he still had silver and black last year with that maroonish red? Is that why it stood out to me?" But no, it, it really didn't. That logo just was a, a standout, I won't use the word iconic because it was a first-year team, but it's a, a logo that I always noticed, and it was there. Because like, when you look at the bottom of the page now and you scan back and, forth, back and forth across, there's a couple logos that really pop right away. That law logo was one of them for me. But to become the roughnecks, in a sense, out of nowhere is how most people would respond to that, is, without a doubt, to me, the biggest off-season surprise. Yep. You know, so. Yeah, I, I was, I'm not going to lie, I was completely shocked when he, you know, Cam showed, you know, the new logo that said Dallas Rutt. I'm like, who? Yeah, I yeah, threw me for a new loop. team, man. And they have a star. I, I, at first I thought there was. Yeah. I said, wait a minute, where's where's the law? Yeah, shocking. And uh, I want to mention OKC, too, the color change. Um, he went from being a bag of M&Ms to now being a bag of Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> he went from greens, yellows, and browns, which is common colors in the bag of Skittles, to some reds, yellow, and blues, which is, oh, I'm sorry, bag of M&M's now. m and Skittles. And it's like, wow. I have to see these uniforms. 
Yeah, I can't wait to see. They going to be more reddish and yellow dominant? Are they going to be that bluish dominant? I have no idea what I'm going to be looking at. So, yeah. And by the way, Steve, I want to touch on you real quick. Ed and I have always had this talk from from before we got the Sharks. If we ever got a team together, one day we want to be on different teams. You stole my color combination, but that's okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> great for you to bring that up. Oh, no. That's funny. I guess now you're going to have to go with the only color nobody uses. Yep, I'm going pink. Uh, <laughs> I'm going pink. Yes, uh, I am. Yes, pink. Pink with neon white. There you go. <laughs> what the hell is a neon white? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, what shape? Got to see these uniforms, man, from both teams. Uh, that's too funny. We have two former Dallas Law members now on the Sharks, too. Murdoch Mock and Mitchell Maverick, which love the don't Mitchell have Maverick M&M name. initials. They, they don't have M&M initials. Maverick. That's kind of weird. Yep. Love, like I said, love the Mitchell Maverick name. Top Gun's one of my favorite freaking movies of all time. So, well, did you see yeah. Steve's comment when that deal finally went through? Yes. <laughs> Sincerely goose. I'm like, these fucking guys are nuts. Oh I sat there and started laughing. And believe it or not, he had me go on Netflix and check out Top Gun. Oh, oh I love it. Love that movie. It's on Netflix if you get bored. Oh, I've, I've watched it, I don't know how many times. So, yeah, I'll probably watch it just because, yeah, as soon as I saw, you know, we said we were maybe getting Mitchell Maverick, I'm like, I'm thinking, okay. I'm like, yeah. And then I said, wait, Mitchell Maverick. I'm like, yeah. I told you, do it, do it. (laughs) I'm surprised nobody caught it. But uh, we have two safeties on the team that weren't on the team last year. And we've actually, they flip-flopped which safety position they're at. Yep. Because uh, Minerva was a free safety in Tallahassee. And we're making him a strong safety. And then Maverick was the strong safety, but for us, he's going to be the free safety. We swip-flopped him for a reason. Yeah, and it's not your business what the reason is, people. <laughs> and then that's like I said, and that's crazy that we got him, that we got Minerva too. Because you know, I, I was laughing about that when I told you. I said, That'd be cool if we could get Minerva, and you're like, what? What's the thing with Minerva? Well, I live in a small town called Malvern, Ohio. Next town over, where my sister-in-law and her family live, is Minerva, Ohio. You know, my niece goes to Minerva High School. So, yeah, it's telling you, dude. It's just, it's just all falling into place. Just... All right, I'll believe it a hundred percent. Everything's falling in, into place when you can explain to me where the hell heat tool comes in for us. Uh, that one, I have no clue. That that's the only one I don't. I really don't. I can't explain that one at all. <laughs> Man, I can explain Bishop. I can explain that one real easy. Because uh, for those of you who are unaware, I used to do independent wrestling. My wrestling name was the Iceman Doug Bishop. There you go. <laughs> so yeah. But yeah, but honestly, 
I still sit here and can't believe you were able to pull the trades off you did because there was no way, no way in hell I'd have thought you'd have got those guys. No way. Well, I told you my number one goal in the off season was to upgrade the running game. Mm-hmm. And I was willing to take a cap penalty hit if we didn't get rid of Tuiasa Sopo. I didn't care. I said, we'll suffer for the season so we can get the guys that we want to build our team. Yep. So, yeah, I was okay with that. It. I don't know who said it on Twitch, but somebody said, what gun was I holding? I said, what the hell gun was Doug holding when he made all these trades? <laughs> uh-huh. And I want to make sure people understand just how good we were at this. And I'm shocked. You know, it sounds like I'm tooting my horn here, but I have to. We traded away a first and second round pick to get Heechul. Now, of course, we got a one and a two in return, but we also had to give up another number one to get Bishop. And yet here we are still with a first and second round draft pick. So I'd say that's good business. Hell yeah. I did what I could, man. I did what I could. I wanted to make sure that talent-wise, we had no excuses. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted yep, to come down to us and our ability. And now it's all on us. No, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, that way we knew that aspect of the game was covered for, uh, for us. And I'm sure there's a lot of guys in the league who have teams, you know, that... uh feel the same way. They want to get the best possible players on their team so if they lose they don't have to wonder, oh, was it the ability crap? They know it was them. It was them and it was their playbook. Because to me, it's going to be so much easier to correct a problem if it's the playbook than the abilities and the players because I know those are heady because we sit here for for what, two weeks before we could even make a move. Okay, this is what we want to upgrade, and we want to get this type of player. What do we want his build to be? What do we want him not to have? What, how tall, how much weight? If he's this big, will he be too slow? Case in point, why we didn't want Donald Miller. Um, yeah, we traded. We were trying to move Donald Miller to Sioux Falls, <laughs> but then the deal came down. It was too too good to refuse from Tallahassee which is why we jumped on the deal for Caesar Cannon. So we had another big monster to move to Sioux Falls. So we could still land Miles Portis. And I want to tell you right now, Miles Portis is being lost in the conversation. Oh, I know. Because Miles Portis was a beast last year. Yep. And I mean an absolute beast. And his numbers speak for themselves. I mean... I'm honestly surprised his name wasn't as hyped as much as, say, a uh, bishop. Because, I mean, just like I said, I mean, give me one second, I can tell you. Uh, you know, when you look at receptions, or not reception, reception yards in the game last year, you have uh, Bishop, who had 1486, which was good for number two in the league. Portis was number 14 with 1118. And Portis had 74 catches. Bishop only had 67. So, to me, that makes him, in a sense, to me, like one and the same. 
Yep. Bishop is number Bishop is number two in the league in receptions per you know yards per game with a one twenty three point eight. And then Portis he ends up being out of the top twenty because they spread the ball around. They they used a lot of guys, but he was there. He was involved. He was a major player. I believe he was out. No, Portis was actually fourteenth with a ninety three point two. So I mean it, to me, it's it's he'll he'll get lost in the shuffle. He'll get lost in the shuffle, and I'm trying to double check because I had it wrote down, and I don't know where the heck I put it in my book, but it's somewhere in here, and it is the touchdowns. Yeah, Portis had nine touchdowns, and Bishop had ten. There's a lot of similarities between the two, a lot, and there's only. 300 yards of difference receiving. Receptions wow. again, 6.2. 6.2 for Portis. Bishop was at 5.6. Portis was more involved. It's just Bishop was getting those big bombs and big plays. And yeah. So, yeah. I, I think he's going to be a major player for us. And, and I'm trying not to make this show about us, but we're the only ones on here talking. Yeah. Um, Trying so, yeah. to look. I want to see what team, what team really made a a big move, and it's like, wow, they got that player. Like Orlando, they got Jasper Lennox. He was a stud for the Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. That's going to be good. Nick Nitro is now going to be with Orlando. I think that's huge for them because we were very high on keeping him. He was one of those. Oh, he was a stud. Keeping him. For those of you who listen to this now or listen to it back, when we talked about this team, I said to Ed, Jasper Lennox, Nick Nitro, Ivan Mixon, Andrew Ball. If their name's not one of those four, I don't want nothing to do with them. That was yes, my original did. thought on this team when I knew we got it. I said, everybody else must go. When the rules came down... Gladwin Wolf was going to be too good not to keep. So we had to hang on to him. Mm-hmm. And then we turned around and moved to Lennox, kept Mixon, traded Nitro, but kept Ball. So there was originally four only, became five because of the rules, ended up with just three. So yeah, for those with the scorecard, the Bulldogs roster, which is now the Shark roster, only has three common players from the original 12. Uh, what do you think about Dallas trading Gavin Hawk for Kelvin Kidd? Corner for a receiver. So Dallas gets themselves a weapon. And Tallahassee gets themselves a solid D-back. Yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting trade. I think it helps out both teams. Yeah, I can't really talk about any other trades because every other trade we talk about now uh, involves us. Pretty much us, yeah. Yeah, we were involved in nine of the 11 trades that Cam posted tonight. Nine of 11. That's insane. Yeah. But that's crazy. You and, I, you and I talked about it once we once we knew we had the team and we agreed we had to change. We had, no matter what we had to do, we had to change it. Mm-hmm. I know we have some yeah. in the league. 
And I want to eleven in. It's just not acceptable. Um, Ronnie's in the chat. Jason's in the chat. Steven's in the chat. And AJ, I'm an effing problem. We still have two guests. All you guys have been in the league longer than us. I don't know how many seasons you all have been in the league. But for those of you who have been around for an off season or two, has there ever been a team to make this many changes in one off season? I'm just curious if anybody's ever really done something like this. I mean, I wouldn't doubt that it's happened before. Yeah, I'd like to know if it did, who it was, and yeah, what they did. Changed nine of 12 players. Now, I know somebody said something earlier also about Carolina. And I'll put this out there, and I know James Klein's not going to mind. While we were discussing the deal for Floyd Lee, he and Caesar Cannon was in a discussion with other stuff. He had made the mention to me that he needed to make some changes for his team because he inherited a team. And that's not how he would have built his team. He would not have built his team that way. That he was going to need to make some moves and do some moves. That's one of the reasons why he got rid of Caesar Cannon, because he said he wouldn't want a big six-foot-five receiver. So if you look at Huey Iba, he's real small. Um, and if you look at his team from last year, it was the team he inherited. And <clears throat> he had Jeb Gatlin at linebacker with Maurice Spurgeon and Johnny English. You look at it now, Gatlin's moving to Silver, and June Fierro, who he had at Silver, jumps to Gold with Spurgeon. And then, like I said, his linebackers now are Gatlin, who was a Gold, Bobby Law, who's now a Silver, who was a Bronze, who we were also after, which mm-hmm. didn't happen. Uh, he adds Floyd Lee, who was a Bronze defensive end with the Bulldog. Now he's going to be a silver. And then take uh, Jamison Monroe, who he had as a silver, stays a silver. And then, like I said, he's keeping you Yahaba. He traded away Gage Wilson to us. Uh, Julius O'Neal, um, he is releasing. Not even keeping the safety, the free safety. He's he's going away. He He's got no parts of him at all. And then Shane Varner was a uh, tight end at Silver and is going to stay there. So he's made a lot of changes. He really has. So he's building his team his way. Luckily for him, he didn't have as much to do as we did. Because <laughs> it was more to his liking, I guess. <laughs> uh, Rowdy posted, uh, he says, look, before he tool came to QC, he was not as explosive as he is as a running back. There you go. That's letting us know. We need to up the ante with him. Yep. We need to step up. Just wish we had a roster file. And, um, yeah. And I'm a and I'm a run first minded person, so I'm hoping I can get the running game going with him. 
but we'll see where it goes. And um, so then we've had our talks. You know, when the roster gets released, what'll be the first games of the year here, there, and whatever. Who's going to play who, and who would like to play who? You know, it's just our division is going to be personal for me. You think? Um, yeah. But hey, I'm just, I'm just excited to get this stuff going. And when you realize the draft isn't for another three weeks from tonight. Mm-hmm. And then you have other things that are taking place before and after. We're over a month away to see what any of these 16 teams can do with all these changes. Yeah, because we had to, we had to res- let's see, what's today? Today is the ninth, right? Yeah. Yeah, tonight, so we had the results, yep. So then the 14th through the 20th is the user player free agency. And then on the 23rd, he's going to sounds like he's going to do a show. It's going to be a free agent decision. Then the 24th through the 29th will be the uh, we can talk to the rookies. And then the 30th is the rookie draft. Then on the 4th is when we have to have position changes, abilities, and final contracts all figured out. And then Cam goes on his vacation. And then uh, on the 13th, uh, results of the final contracts. Uh, The 14th through the 19th will be the non-user free agency. And then on the 20th is the non-user free agency uh, decisions. So that's May and June right there. Nice. Uh, Ronnie, Ronnie just posted also it's the same with Johnny English. When I traded him, he became a better back. Uh, things you just can't explain. Yeah, it's all about schemes. That's all it is. It's just like in the real NFL. There's been players who went eh in some places and become beasts. Uh-huh. And then when they're beasts somewhere, they go somewhere else and they suck. It's all yep. about the system. And since Ronnie's being a little active over there, um, I want to mention his team, and that is Diggs and King are his only golds. I'm curious what that third gold may become, because he letting Chris Davis go, he's replaced him in the deal we made with him with Tuiasa Soto. Oh my goodness, DBT Diggs. Was he knew I was going to trade him. He knew it, so he happened to message me. He says, hey, this wasn't a text message on my phone. Hey, are you getting rid of Tui for sure? Yeah, I am. He's not the type of guy I want for my system. I want more of an elusive back, not a power guy. Oh, he's a power back? Yeah, okay, oh, I want him, I want him. I said, well, what the hell are you talking about? You want him. I'll fit my system, I'll fit my system. I was like, okay. He's like, I'll call you back. Or I'll text you back, rather. I said, okay. He disappeared for like two hours. Next thing I know, I'm getting messages from Ryan Nickens, and we're working a deal. So apparently during that two hours, he was up Ryan's ass begging for two hours of soba. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. It was pretty cool, knowing that there was some communication and whatnot. 
But uh, to get back to his team, uh, the one thing I like about the bronze players is, aside from Noel Kreis, he's got everybody maxed. And then he's got three silvers maxed. And he still needs to carry a gold. And he's sitting on $8 million. Could maxed out bronze players really help a team? Yes, we're going to find out. This will give it, this will be a blueprint for sure. This is going to be a blueprint. But um, I'm very interested in this team build, and I'm very interested in how he spent his money, and I think it's definitely going to be able to set the table for all of us trying to learn some things. But yeah, I'm I'm digging it. And Ronnie, Ronnie just confirmed it too. He's only on the team because of his office coordinator push for it so much. <laughs> looking at these teams. We've already mentioned Sioux Falls. We've mentioned Carolina. we mentioned Queen City. I'm still curious whether gold's going to be. I mean, you look at the blueprint, what he's got. We all said that gold's got to be a running back. It makes sense to be a running back. But at the same time, I'm looking at the team. And for anybody who's missed it, he carried one corner last year. He has none on the team right now. And only three spots open. And two of his spots are bronze. Is he going to carry two bronze corners, or is he going to carry one corner at bronze? Or will he carry a gold corner with a bronze running back? I have no idea. Wow. We've, we've mentioned we've mentioned Tallahassee. Tallahassee is currently sitting on three corners and two tight ends. He's clearly making moves. One wide receiver. So he's got an interesting build as of right now. Clearly, some things need to be made. Some things need to be done. Some changes need to come down. Uh, Queen City. Not not Queen City. OKC. Same golds. Same silvers. He's just made some guys better than others, as far as I know. And he's adding the defensive end at bronze. So his build is roughly the same. Minneapolis is, for the most part, the same. He's losing the bronze corner and the bronze kicker. So I'm assuming he'll have another bronze corner. And what will be replacing the kicker, unless it's going to be a new kicker? Louisville, a few changes here and there, moving guys around, but pretty much all the same players. Mm-hmm. Except for Latshaw and Freeman are gone. I'm curious if losing Latshaw will hurt O'Reilly. Was the double... Double DT, what really made him special? I don't know. I'm still learning the game. People might think I'm not for making that statement. Well, Orlando. Nitro. Lennox stand out to me right away because they're both former players that we had. But, uh, double silver safeties. Double silver wide receivers. That stands out to me. And three linebackers, and they're all bronze. That also stands out to me. Now, if we feed off of what uh, Alan was saying, he was saying how we only have silver safeties, and he thinks that might hurt us. Well, as we learn this, 
I'm curious. Is three safeties, or sorry, three linebackers all bronze more detrimental to a team, or is it both safeties? That's something I have no clue about, and I don't know if that's some kind of information somebody's willing to uh, share with us that, that might have a better knowledge of the game than we do. But, uh, yeah. And you're noticing a lot of gold running backs again. Alright, now I'm going to Santa Fe. Santa Fe is getting rid of Bush. And Bush is going to be owed a half a million dollars. And he also, other than his kicker, has maxed out all his bronze players. He's also maxed out all his silver players. Which means he doesn't have as powerful a gold as some of the other teams. But maxing out silvers and bronze might make up for that. He's flopped people all over the place. I copy wrote the bronze bomber. And he ruined it for me because I was selling merchandise like crazy. And he ruined it for me. But that's okay. I quickly, quickly have copyrighted here tonight the silver slingers. Now we'll see what happens with Mr. Wilson. Um, let's take a look at uh, DC. You realize he has to cut a strong, um, a uh, silver player, right? Yeah. Who will he cut? Good question. I know it's not going to be Corky. I know it's not going to be Revan. And it's not going to be Zuli, in my opinion. To me, it comes down to one of the safeties. Trevathan and Oakenshield. Both were silver last year as well. Which one's going out the door? And one bronze player on the team. So he has... Four bronze slots and a gold slot to fill with $9 million. Now, clearly, he's going to free up anywhere from 6 to $4 million, depending on who he'd cut. So, best case scenario, he's going to have $45 million or 47 to fill in the rest of his roster. So, it might be a little tight. Dallas, four bronze players and a silver need to be picked up yet. And he might have a very balanced team. Got the gold running back and running back, silver receiver. Got the gold linebacker and a silver linebacker and a silver free safety. But what I'm noticing is no corners on this team as of right now. And Baltimore, he's maxed out his bronze with the double free safety again. And just two silvers and maxed out his gold. So he has two positions he needs to pick up at silver. <clears throat> so, hmm, is all I can say. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we can be here all night going about everything, and we can turn this into another show another night. And I don't want to keep dragging this one out. It's already 11. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go an hour. But, uh, yeah, for everybody who's been in the chat, we appreciate it. Everybody who called in, we appreciate it. I want to put that out there now. Uh, but is there anything you want to say before we hang this one up? Uh, just good luck to everybody. I'm trying to figure out what you're going to do with your with your teams. I'm sure guys are, you know, even though they won't admit it, are sitting there right now going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then other guys are probably sitting there going, yep, 
exactly what we thought. So it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready to go to the next step. The next step being the draft. Finish the team. That's yeah. That'll do it then. Yep. So again, um, thanks for everybody who took part. Pay attention to Slack because we'll be doing another inside the SFL, hopefully sooner than later, but we shall see. Get it out of here. <laughs> Get it out of there. Oh my God. It's quarter of the night. Oh, That's boy. right, baby. So I see. I could do you know, multitasking, doing my doing the radio show, watching my sharks. You know, hey. Sharks, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, and they're both in California. And yep. And can pay attention to Slack. I'll probably post it in the Daily Discussion channel. It's probably where I'll go. But um, I'm going to put it in there when we're going to do the next uh, show. Um, maybe we'll do a show if and when we get to find out what NYC and Houston did, maybe before, if some owners or some players want us to do a show to get in the air and talk. Um, I would honestly like to do a potential draft uh, special with the players who hope to get drafted. You know, it'd be kind of like a uh, Q&A with them or an introduction where they can introduce themselves. Yeah, that would like, be cool. Uh, Mike O.C. did tonight. It'd be all about those guys, you know, and then we know where everybody stands, and it might give all the other owners a chance to know more about these individual players. Because a lot of owners want to have human players on their team who might be able to not just contribute on the field, but in strategy. And <laughs> time to wipe with this one single, one fly, and call the night. Yeah, that's right, Jason. One square at a time. Uh, <laughs> That still baffles me to this day. Why they're broken in such tiny squares. No one uses it one at a time. Oh, uh, good lord. We're not going there. Not not this year. No, no, no. Jason did it. Blame Jason. No. That's a a talk for another time. So, you know, we'll pick up later. (laughs) When that, inside the SSL after dark. Uh, But, yeah. There's a couple ideas I want to do for shows. We'll see if we can make them happen. Make them happen. Yeah, I'm not even talking right. Make them happen. And uh, we can have another good night and do some other stuff. So, yeah. Right. yeah I'm going to let everybody know. When we get callers, it makes for a better show. And it will inspire us to do more shows while we wait for the season to begin. Him and I talk to each other enough. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I need to get on a radio show to talk to you. <laughs> Feels like you're eavesdropping into our fault. Now. So, yeah, so... We're calling it a night, right? Do you have any oh, yeah. comments? Throw them out there. Nope, that's it. All right. 
Well, one more time, thanks to everybody who's been in the chat. Thanks again to everybody who's called in. Uh, for Ed, I'm Doug. Thanks for listening to another episode of Inside the SFL. And good night. Good night, everybody. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.